Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Okay, guys, I'm so excited today. We have a guest speaker. It's been a while since we've had a guest, and I've been saving one of my favorite people for uh, this guest episode. So we have Jess Brown, and Jess is just an all-around amazing human. If anyone follows Jess, you already know this. She's very positive, and she just teaches a lot about like women empowerment and um, just helping you feel good about yourself and in your skin. And I've taken one of her like accountability challenges, workout challenges, and that was awesome. And after I was having a baby one time, I almost did birth fit, and I don't know why I didn't because I really should have, and I'm still paying the consequences of that. So Jess, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And you can still do birth fit. It's not ever too late. It's not too late. Okay. It like, you don't have to do it like within a certain postpartum. No, you honestly don't. It is pretty amazing how the rehabilitative um, way that postpartum is set up that you, I've had moms that are 10 years postpartum and can't reap the benefits of, yeah. I mean, honestly, my mother-in-law did the class last fall just because she wanted to heal her core and just have a greater foundation for her core. And that's what it's all about is healing. When we talk about core, it's like base of skull to pelvic floor and 360 degrees. And so, yeah, it is nice to have that support sooner in the postpartum period, but we go back to functional breath, functional movement, and it literally can benefit any human being, but it's a, it's, really ideal to have in the postpartum. Okay. I'm legit going to do this because I feel like all of my issues all come back to core, my lower back issues, or just not feeling strong in certain, it's like all core. And I feel like I just never fully recovered after like having so many babies. So close, so many people have like, (laughs) but a lot of babies close together, it, you know, and I had a lot of, um, like pelvic issues too Mm -hmm. and I'm so I I don't know what happened why I didn't but for some reason or another I didn't probably because I was scared because you know that's why we don't do things instead of not being fit enough to do it to keep up with oh my god everything no that and that's the beauty of the postpartum side when I work with people is that literally anywhere you're at, whether you worked out through your pregnancy and you were able to do that, or you have not like working out's never been like a huge part of your, like, I totally get the fear thing because it's unknown. Right. But it's very on the postpartum side of things. It's very rehabilitative in the sense of we want posture to be in a good spot. We want to re-engage muscles that have kind of shifted and moved. Um, like our whole posterior chain shifts and everything boobs go forward, belly goes forward, like everything shifts. So when we can come back to that mind body connection of like, how is most ideal to move and core is our powerhouse. So when we have weaknesses in our core and it's like, I always start with breath because it stems from breath, but when we have weaknesses or compensations in our core, then it's just a trickle. Like it's a downline, everything in the body's connected. So, you know, you're, ankle pain could really be root cause in your core that's or me or whatever so yeah yeah and I found as I've gotten older there's all sorts of random pains from all over so it would be really 
good. Like I, and I'm not even old, but I feel like as you age, like yeah. now I have ankle things and knee things and all sorts of things. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that because I seriously was like, I missed my window. My baby's five. No, no you didn't honestly, like you really didn't. And it's what you're saying with your knee pain and ankle pain. And you know, there's some weaknesses in your core. Like it's all directly connected. That's and, and that's like really where I love the work that I do because in our, you know, doctors, unfortunately, don't have the time to do this postpartum and show women postpartum what's going to help them. It's like cleared for sex and exercise, good to go. And then it's like, but now what? And so you have this huge window of, you know, I've even had women come to me where their doctor's like, yeah, you can do anything core. And I'm like, no, you actually can't. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might be able to like get through the movement but as far as the healing side goes you are postpartum like immediate postpartum is different but you are postpartum at least a year and your body needs that time to heal but it's just really unknown and there's so many things out there is like what's appropriate what's not appropriate what's going to help my core um and so I love being able to help women feel empowered because they feel like okay, I know what is safe and what I can do in my body. And I know what I'm doing is parallel with the healing process. And that's where like the slow is fast really does come in on the healing. Mm. Like when we take the time to slow down and to heal properly, but again, you need that information. Like it's just not really readily available. And that's why, I mean, it's really, it's really where birth fit came from is like, there was this gaping hole in women's health care. And so, um, yeah, being able to give women more knowledge and tools to help them feel more connected within their body helps them just feel empowered and feel like they can do more. I love that. I think this is like the perfect intro to you and all that you do, because that's, I mean, that's what we were just going to talk about. Um, but now you can see firsthand all the way she already made me feel confident and that I can, that I can do this even five years postpartum. So she runs a wellness business. It's focused on mostly on pregnancy and postpartum, but it sounds like you work with just women in general. All yeah, stages. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the beauty of um, my specializing in pre- pregnancy and postpartum is that I can work with women, women throughout the motherhood transition and wherever they are in their mm-hmm. stages of life. So I love that. So she does a lot with like strength training, breath work, even nutrition, um, and a ton with like mental health, which is why I love her because I love all that mindset stuff. It's all, it's all so important. I think before I had awareness of mindset, I was just letting life take me. And now with that, that has been the key to like, just feeling able to survive this life, even all the things. So tell us about how you started in this field and in this industry. Um, Okay. So I used to be a therapist at a girls residential treatment center. And um, I loved, loved, loved the things that I learned there. And then I had my son and I did not want to be gone all the time. And it was also a workload that was like kind of never done. Um, And so it was, it's been like over 10 years now, but I told my husband, like, I would just love to have something that was, you know, 
in my mind at the time, it wasn't necessarily pregnancy and postpartum. And that's just like kind of cherry on top. But um, I just was like, I have like kind of this vision of a space or a, you know, concept where it's, you know, all the realms of whole wellness. And, and I do feel like that was something that I was learning as I was a therapist is like, there's so many pieces to wellness. It's not like, yes, the mental health piece is essential and, and important, but addressing other areas as well, the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual. Um, and so I just kind of had this vision, but it felt so far-fetched because at the time I wasn't, I mean, I had intention around my own nutrition, but still learned so, have learned so, so much, but wasn't certified in anything wasn't necessarily coaching, just knew I loved movement and the way it made me feel. So it just felt so far-fetched. And then I learned about BirthFit um, and I was like, hold on, pause, wait, what a minute. What? It was, you know, the, the pillars were fitness, nutrition, mindset, and connection. And so I was like, it immediately resonated with me when I started the process of becoming um, a BirthFit coach and trained through that I had... Um, I had my second child. So it just like aligned because I looked into different coaching routes and it just didn't feel like it aligned. And so when BirthFit came about, I was like, yes, because it was so intentional. It was connective. It was, there was just pieces that I was like, yeah, like all of this plus working with moms and babies and all this other stuff. So um, that just kind of started to get the ball rolling as far as like coaching and taking on coaching certifications and um, you know, doing nutrition stuff along the way, it just kind of like, I just kept getting hungry and hungry. It's like that concept of like the, the more, you know, like you realize, like, I don't know anything. <laughs> and yes. so it's like that mindset of being a student and just like always, you know, for my own life and then for others. And yeah, so I just kind of had like, I feel like in a way, like I put it out there and it just came around and connected and it's still for sure evolving and I'm evolving. And it's funny because when I got into um, coaching, I started like my first classes were, gosh, it's been almost um, eight years now, I think Wow, close to that. So it's been a little while. And I, looking back, I'm like, it's just so cool to see the involvement of at the time, it was definitely like a more training fitness based and then understanding like, oh, whoa. And part of that being like going through the birth of my daughter in a whole different way. I was like, well, there's so much like fitness is an aspect of connecting to self and feeling good, but the connection is so much deeper from within. And so I feel like that kind of launched me in like just a different viewpoint of how I, you know, kept healing, evolving and, and coaching and holding space for women too. That's amazing. I didn't realize you've been doing it so long. So how did it look in the beginning versus how does it look now? Um, I would just say, uh, it's, I feel like there's always been intention, but I feel like the intention is even deeper in really helping. Like there's, connectivity to your body through fitness there's connectivity through your body through nutrition there's but all of those are like the way I kind of look at it now even in my own life but there's fitness and there's nutrition and there's all these things that can help us find a deeper connection within but it's actually slowing down and 
more deeply connecting to breath, connecting to self. I really preach about the important, I mean, I always have, but I, because it's become so profound in my own life, I feel like I can teach to the importance even more. But when it comes to like breath, it's the physical and the non-physical connecting together. And it's helping um, to create more space between stimulus and response. So like life's coming at us, everything's out of our control, right? Like if we stop and think about it, everything is out of our control, except like the things that we choose to do and think and, you know, just having the space to slow down and feel like, okay, I have options in this scenario. Something might be coming at me that I don't have control over. My kid might be doing something that I don't have control over, but I can be a safe space for myself, for other people in my life. And so creating that bigger bandwidth between stimulus and response of um, just having space to make choices instead of just like, I'm reactive, I'm reactive and not pausing in our life and feeling like we're out of control. Cause I feel like that's where the out of control feeling comes from. And I would say that's a big thing coming back to your question that has shifted is like, I feel like people have always been like, oh my gosh, I do feel stronger after class. And, but I've been able to kind of lace in more of these pieces of really more deeply connecting, which has always been a part of, let's say specifically the postpartum series or another class that I'm teaching. But women that are saying at the end of class, wow, like, my house feels more calm because I'm more calm or I just feel like there's more peace or yeah, I feel stronger, but like I had no idea. And I feel like that has been a theme from the beginning, just because of the way that the structure of the class is, it's not just like, like get your pre-baby body back is like Mm -hmm. salt in my skin. (laughs) Like I can't handle that phrase. So it's never been that, but it's so much more on the connective side. I feel like that I've been able to um, really for my own self go there more. And so it helps me to be able to teach, teach the class in that way more. And I mean, I've always said from the beginning, like I feel like people don't fully know what they're signing up for when they come to like specifically birth fit postpartum series Um, or kind of one-on-one because I uh, we go deep like it's not just like Mm -hmm. this way and eat this way like it's it's the mind body nourishment deeper connection I love that that's I've and I've seen that in your own journey too just since I've been following you which was probably after I had my last baby to now like everything's gotten deeper and you've been on your own healing journey of getting deeper and For sure. it shows through what you teach and who you are. And it's really powerful stuff. So that leads me into um, what I really want to talk about, which is your cold plunging. Because so, that yeah. is like the ultimate slow down, the ultimate breath control, the ultimate like helping, giving your body like something that's completely out of control and calming yourself down, like helping your nervous system learn these like basic skills of, of regulating. So tell yeah. us about like, your first cold plunge or why you wanted to like the very first part of this journey. So my first one, um, at the time I was actually teaching seminars for, um, birth fit. We would do coach seminars to teach other coaches about birth fit so that they could become birth fit coaches. And we, um, had one at Deuce gym, which is in, um, Venice, California. And they were 
going to hold like for the coaches that we're putting on the seminar. Like if you guys want to do the cold plunge experience, they called it breath and exposure, I believe. And so that, and I was totally nervous and like, oh my gosh, like you have all these like questionings of like, can I do it right? But it's like, okay, let's just do it. And I loved it. I, um, I feel like part of the reason I loved it so much is because it, it brought me back to so many feelings of having a natural birth because I had to like, just go in my body. And that was like, so in a weird way, like, it's like, I love going back to that space of like, okay, be here now. Everything else is like, it, it automatically just like disrupts the hamster wheel. Like it disrupts the thought patterns and you just, in order to like not panic and allow yourself to feel safe in your body. It's just diving into that breath. And I, I love watching people do it. I love leading people through it because it's like, as soon as they go into that space and into that breath and, and just block out the panic, block out the fear, block out the fact that it's freezing cold. Like there's still a little bit of a glimmer there that you're thinking about that. So it's like, oh, I'm hot now, (laughs) but it is crazy how powerful the mind is. And so that was in 2019 and I did that experience. I loved it. Periodically, I would like do um, ice in the bath, but it's not, it's not convenient. And then I would do cold showers, like finish out a cold shower or finish out my shower cold, which is a great way to kind of play around with cold exposure um, you know, start with 15 seconds at the end of your shower, then 30, 45, and kind of build up that way. Um, and then my husband and I went and did a Wim Hof based um, breath and um, cold exposure at a hot springs that had a river in, I think it was like end of February, March. So we did breath and we did like the whole workshop there. And then we did the cold plunge in the river again, just such a cool experience. And then, so that was like a couple years ago, again, just still played around with it when it was kind of out of convenience. And then my husband surprised me and got us a, um, they call it a plunge, but a cold plunge, like tub that stays at like a temperature, all the convenience pieces last Christmas. And so in my mind, I was like, cool, I'll use that like once a week. And I remember after I did it, Um, and again, having it right in the garage, ready to go, didn't need to put ice in it. I remember I did it like the evening we got it, set it all up. We did it. And then like woke up the next morning. I think I was driving to the gym and I was like, when am I going to cold plunge today? It was just like, became like, okay, this is going to be like a daily or close to daily thing because I loved, I just love the feelings that it brings. I love the disruption of the thoughts and I love, um, how you feel after just like invigorating. Wow. So what, yeah. What do you feel? Cause so I full disclosure, we have a cold plunge of like a DIY freezer one. Uh-huh. My husband that. uses it. I haven't committed. I am scared. Ah, and so I literally it. have not used it. <laughs> and so that's part of the reason why I'm like, I need her to convince me that Cause my husband's, you know, read all the things and he's like sold on it. And I've obviously, I can, I tell people all the time, you should cold plunge. I think that would really help you. And it helps regulate your nervous system because you're learning how to, you know, like you're, you're strengthening those, those things that where you go in fight or flight. And like, I can speak off all the things, but I'm like so scared of it because I'm naturally very cold. And yeah. 
So I'm like afraid that I'll never warm up again. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. And I feel like it's an, like a feeling to be felt. I feel like when I, you know, tell people about it, I can tell them the benefits, which is great. Like there's a lot of benefits mm-hmm. when it comes to our nervous system, when it comes to helping with our sleep, sleep, wake rhythm, like there's so many things, stress, anxiety, um, with our metabolism. And those are going to be things that when you're doing it, like on a regular basis and, you know, it gets all sciencey, but honestly, like I just, I crave the feeling and I crave the, like, there's so many ways to do breath work, but it's just such a dialed in. You just, I mean, even though I'm like, yeah, I want to do it. The second I put my foot in, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this. And then I just go in and I force myself. And when you get done, I mean, and usually for people, like I say for like, if I'm leading someone through an experience, I want, I want them to do three minutes. I'm going to say, you're going to do three minutes. And they're like, what? And, and I'm like, yes, you will. And you can. And sometimes they just get in and go there. And sometimes I have to do a little bit of like coaching or just like, Hey, go to your breath and give them a few words and they go there. And like people do it. Like we have these thoughts, like I can't do it and people do it. And so when you step out of just like doing something that's uncomfortable and you chose into it and you found calm. And I feel like it helps me throughout the day of being like just more resilient to hard stuff. Like, you know, even just the mundane stuff that piles and gets like overwhelming. It's like, again, it's that greater bandwidth of like, okay, life's coming at me, but I can find safe space in my body, in my breath. My breath has a greater range of motion because of that, like different kinds of breath practice that I do. And so not everything has to be, yes, I'm a human being and I still get triggered, but like not everything has to be like trigger, 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 Mm -hmm. trigger. And I'm just living in like this charged place all the time. I love that. You're like intentionally increasing your capacity for life is what you're doing. And I love what you said. It's a feeling to be felt because that's true. Like, I think at the end of the day, like you can list all the benefits, like I know all the benefits, but it's the feeling. And once you have that feeling, the the cravings can come and stuff. And I thought of like, when I speak on stage and stuff, that's really uncomfortable for me. I'm like, that's really like, people are surprised when I say that, but then after Uh I get this like high, and I feel like that's kind of what I pictured when you're talking about, like, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to do it. Like I feel like sick before I, I want to back out. Then as soon as it's over, there's this high after. And I bet that's what it feels like every day is you're forcing yourself into an uncomfortable situation. And then yeah, that recovery and just knowing that you could do it, that you can do hard things like, and you're making yourself do hard things. That's powerful yeah. in it of yeah. itself. Oh, and it's a do- like, it's a dopamine release. And so, and it's like, I don't like to be like, oh, let's just be quick and get through things fast. But I do like that. It makes such a big difference in like, I usually do mine for about five-ish minutes and it makes such a difference. So you need to come try it. You need to come over and try it. I need to try it at your house where I can have somebody <laughs> coaching me. Um, all of my kids do it. Like the neighbor kids do it. Literally everybody does it. it. And I'm like, I put, I your like, sister I does put, it. yeah, I've put like half my body in, but I haven't. And that's fully. almost worse. That's okay. almost worse. It's almost worse because it's, there's something, it, there's a, when you get up to like the nape of your neck and it cues your body that like, okay, I'm in full submersion. I even feel like at times, 
Like if I'm away from my cold plunge and I finish out with a shower, I'm like, why like finish my shower cold? I'm like, why does this feel more challenging than being mm. an ice bath? But I think it's like the sporadicness of it and I can't go like mm. center myself in yes. here. So it's almost like a distracting thing. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's probably almost harder. What I'm doing is worse. The cold showers and the half plunges is if I can do that, yeah. I can do a full. That's yeah. Helpful. And usually it's like the first minute to 90 seconds is like, especially on your first couple or you're experiencing it for your first time. I feel like that's where people kind of settle in is like hovering the two minute mark. And then like that last minute is like, where it's just like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. And I'm almost done. And it's just like, so empowering. That's amazing. So for someone who's never cold plunged, like, and they're going to try it for the first time, what would you say like advice for once they get in and that panic starts coming? Like I get into bear lake and I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't breathe. <laughs> what would you yeah. recommend? Um, close your mouth and go to nasal breathing as quickly as you can, which can be a challenge of in and of itself because you're like wanting to shiver and here, mm-hmm. but like, it automatically downregulates your system when you can close your mouth, bring your breath to your nose, close your breath, and it lowers your heart rate. So all of that, like, I'm like, people are like freaking out, mouth open, you know, they might say words, whatever. I'm like, close your mouth, like close yeah. your mouth, go to your, go to your nasal breathing. Um, for some people, it can be harder to like close your eyes because it makes you feel like more Mm. confined Mm -hmm. so I will sometimes cue like ahead of time like if you're if closing your eyes feels like trapped or confined broaden your horizon it's like when we have that thought that's right at the tip of our forehead and we need to like get it out of like Mm -hmm. right in front of our face to put it out in front of us so sometimes just like expanding the view of looking out looking away can be helpful than going in. I feel like it took Mm -hmm. me a long time to just go in and close my eyes. Mm -hmm. That felt like scarier. Yes. (laughs) More unknown. Um, I mean, those are like a couple of the biggest things. And then I'll tell people like, if they're still kind of like panicking, can't catch their breath, I'll, I'll cue them to, and especially some, for some people, if they never practice nasal breathing, that's really hard. So I'll have them inhale through their nose, exhale through their mouth or inhale through their nose pause because it's still giving that like Mm -hmm. slow down effect other than like so they're not like getting the hyperventilating feeling yes yes music helps too I when Mm. I put people through I say do you have a song you want my favorite request has been candy shop (laughs) oh my gosh that's hilarious I'm gonna try that that's hilarious that would not be the one I would think (laughs) that's awesome well that's I mean even when I'm in a breathwork class or anything like if there's not a song it's really hard to Mm -hmm. like kind of center and so I could see how music could be so do you use music every day when you go out there or are you more like silent now I mix it up, but I like where if I pick like, okay, I know the song's like five minutes and I just can like focus on my breath, even if it's like quiet in the background mm-hmm. Yeah. or set like, a, or set like a meditation timer. So this depends on how I feel. Yeah. I mix it up. Wow. That's awesome. So what has been for you? Have you noticed the biggest difference in your like basically year of plunging? I think just my ability to have resilience and for Mm -hmm. like 
being a mom, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like that's huge. Um, Again, like I, like I said, you know, sometimes still strong emotions come up. It's not that Mm -hmm. like, oh, you never get a trigger if you ice, if you ice bath. But um, yeah, and it's dropped me into like getting out of my head more Mm -hmm. and being more aware of when I'm in my head space. And I kind of look at like head space, heart space. I Mm -hmm. feel like when I get trapped in my head space, I'm more like aware of it quicker and like, Hey, I need something needs to shift because I don't like being in like hustle headspace mode. I need to drop into my heart. So what is not aligned? It's like checking mm-hmm. in with myself conversation. I don't know. All the, yeah. like all the sciencey things, like they're great, but like it's the feelings, it's the resiliency. It's that's the huge one for me. Yeah. It's just feeling like in alignment every single day basically, Mm -hmm. which is such Mm -hmm. a cool, that would be such an amazing place to be. I feel like even just for me, meditation without breathwork has helped or without not breathwork, without plunging has helped with that, but taking that to the next level and really like putting your body into a discomfort and breathing through that. That's amazing. Cause life is just getting harder and having these tools for a, a bigger capacity is amazing. Yeah. And that's just what that is. It just is a tool, right? Like you can find internal connection and broaden your bandwidth between stimulus and response. You don't have to have a plunge tub. You don't have to plunge every day, but like, it's just being super curious as to what works for you to keep you aligned via movement, via meditation, how you're fueling your body, what you're, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. there's all these tools readily available to us, but if we're not having that conversation or like doing the deep dive of like, what do I even want, desire, value, align with, if we don't even know that's part of like the game of the curiosity, right? Definitely. I love this. I love everything. Everything is making me think of like, what's what's my next thing? You know, like we're always growing, we're always pushing ourselves. And I feel like I need all of the things that you've said today. Like I'm going to be looking at your website right after and signing up for your next birth fit class and all the things, because I just think as humans, we just, when we are being called to something or pulled to something, like I kept, you know, we have all these things, but I kept thinking being pulled to Jess and what she's sharing And I think we have to listen to that because that's part of like our growth of, for sure, of knowing what's next for us. So it's the discomfort. (laughs) Yes. So tell us where people can find you. I know everybody that listens is local, but everyone who listens can cold plunge, but there are a lot of local listeners. So for those that can sign up for your classes, we want to know where that is and then where people can just follow you and just soak in all of your women empowerment. Yeah. So my Instagram is jessbrown.wellness. Uh, my website is birthfitlogan at gmail.com or no, that's my email. <laughs> <laughs> my website is um, birthfitlogan.com. And then my email is birthfitlogan at gmail. If you want to contact me that way, but um, I am in the process too now of just because so much has changed and evolved in my web. That's where my, I mean, my website is still up and running. You can get information on there. It's in the process of being, getting a little evolvement as well. And so if you have questions just on how you can work with me, send me a message. Um, I'm pretty sure even my 
my contact is on there if you want to text email call dm whatever but um i am doing more one-on-one stuff right now um as far as nutrition goes and um yeah so if you have questions let me know i definitely am doing more one-on-one stuff than classes were in the evening prior and my kids Mm-hmm. busyness has just gotten busy and I want to mm-hmm. be with them in the evening. So right now I do not have like a group class, but I am taking one-on-one um, and doing like postpartum as needed personal packages as well. That's awesome. That's, that's really awesome how you've evolved and you're working with like your life and the transition in motherhood, just, it never goes away. Like you just keep transitioning no. to different <laughs> yeah. stages and I'm there True. too, transitioning to the big kid stage. And every time yeah. there's been like a shift from baby to toddler, toddler to big kid, there's been a shift in my business to go along with it. And so I love seeing you. Yeah. Do that yeah. As well. Okay. Perfect. We'll put that all in the show notes. Thank you so much for Thank you. having this conversation with talking us with you. and inspiring us. You are awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Kylie. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.